guys. My name's OJ. My name is Luis. Welcome to the Not So Serious Podcast, where we talk about serious topics. In a not-so-serious way. Today, we're going to be talking about what's happening over in the state. And, you know, wow, again, we bring the country who apparently forgot that they were built on segregation and slavery. Yep. And uh, with us today, we have a special guest, a good friend of ours, coffee, little person who has a little thing to say about what's going on over there. She's had her own experiences and whatnot. Why don't you say hello? Hi. <laughs> I got nervous. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got really nervous. Okay. You just say hi. That's what you got to do. Your name. What's your name? Your name. Okay. Hi. <laughs> hi. Soy Elisa. Future like president of the United States of America. Oh. We love to hear that. We love to hear that on this podcast. Yeah, I can't wait to like five years from now. Who knows? Maybe fuck it. Um, five, six give me like years a ten now, year. I'm gonna be like, okay, ten years. Ten years. Ten years. I want to be sitting in. Yeah, we'll make it. We'll make it till till ten years. I mean, listen, twenty yeah. twenty. It was a battle. It, it's a battleground. It's a battle test. We're testing each other for the for the next ten years. So yeah, we'll make hey, it. Hey, twenty thirty. Twenty thirty. I want to be sitting in my couch, my wife, my kids, and I'll be like. We're voting for her. There Why? Is. There it is. She said there it on a pod. She said it on a pod <laughs> in, in our podcast like ten years ago. Man, there it is. I'm pretty sure I have to wait until what I'm. You're thirty. I mean, uh, in America, I think it's thirty-five. I- you have to wait until thirty-five. So I'll be. Yeah. I feel like I'll be thirty-three. So just give me like a two extra or three extra years, and Bye I'll man. definitely run. Bye, Don't worry. We're running though. Like, let me we'll establish. Say, 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 say. Definitely. Um, no, but for reals, um, guys, I don't know what's been going on out there. Um, it is both scary and inspiring. Um, I remember I, when I was a kid, I used to see protests of something bad, obviously, because that's what the media tells you and your parents, you know, they don't know much better. But then over here in Puerto Rico, we had a, one of the most inspiring protests that went all over the world. And it was to, you know, get rid of our governor. Uh-huh. Who was being a total dick to us. And my parents actually, you know, they opened their eyes, they learned more. They were like, I wish you were there. And I just wanted to go protest. Couldn't because of my job. Yeah. But I was, I was, I was, I, you know, I was always chanting for guys who did go and I was proud of what they did. And, you know, that inspired the world to actually go and protest for, you know, for what they believed in. And now we see in that we're seeing this with, um, the Black Lives Matter movement, and uh, we have literally all 50 states are protesting at this point, and it's happening as well all over the world. It's very inspiring, and yeah, like Louise and I have said this before on other episodes, because this isn't the first time we talk about this topic. It's sad that it's going to take, you know, something so devastating to or something, but at the same time, you know, this one is completely different. It didn't just take one person, like the death of George Floyd, for them to get inspired. You know, this, you can tell, like, they've been holding back for so long that mm-hmm. something this big just erupted. Like, this isn't, people say, like, oh, they're just acting out. No, man. And no. just years of bottling up feelings because they're too afraid of, you know, voicing out, and that's enough for them. They stop. And, uh, yeah, I've seen all the videos and all the protests. Um, I cry every time. That makes sense. Uh, it, it, it just sucks, man. 
And like I said, I also said this on a, on a previous uh, episode. Haven't you know? We haven't um, experienced at least. I believe we haven't. None of us has experienced any of this um, racism or whatnot. But when I was over in the, uh, remember I was like ten years old, twelve. Okay, uh, Colorado. I'm gonna go to a shop because I need to use the bathroom, and then there was a sign that said "No Puerto Ricans allowed." And I was like, Shit, so that's what it feels like. Damn, the only like memory I have of it, I, I, I couldn't go inside. Obviously, they didn't let me, which was up. Um, if you're talking about like racist experiences, I've suffered a few, especially it's always okay. in the US. it's always in the U.S. Like. I think my first, the first time I ever realized I had a racist experience was with my mom and I was in Ohio. My brother used to play for a Puerto Rican volleyball team here and they were, they were invited to the junior national. It's like all states and territories go and like the best of the best teams of each place, they compete, right? So I go to Ohio and I remember I'm with my mom and I'm going to Marshall's. Me and my mom love Marshalls. It's a very basic thing, I know. And my mom oh, and I, <laughs> my mom and I, we were all shopping, and we start getting like really different stares from like very different people, but mostly were white people. And my mom is like, "Alisa, I need you to try this out before you buy it." So I go to the dressing room. I ask the person, "Hi," again in English, and I think my English is pretty accurate. And mm-hmm. he's like, wait, I can't understand what you're saying. I'm like, can I go to the dressing room and try this item on? She ignored me. She let another, another couple of women before, who were after me, before me. And I'm like, can I go in? She's like, sure. So she like made sure that I wasn't, I was, she's like, oh, how many items do you have? I'm like, I have four. She didn't believe that. So she like, again, made sure that... I had four items. And when I came back, like when I tried it out and I came back to my mom, like mama, and, I, and all in Spanish because I was just like, I'm done with this. I'm like, mama, mm-hmm. it, it, this is like, I feel like I just experienced something that I never really had done before. Como que yo nunca tenía esta experiencia. She's like, Elisa, unfortunately, this is a very racist state. <laughs> we were looked at, like, all the employees were looking at us. We had, like, two carts full of, like, things that, like, we just wanted to, like, buy. And at the end of the day, they kept staring at us. And my mom made me go back into the dressing room and just, like, state my opinion on, like, hey, this is not right. Please treat me with respect the next time or any other Hispanic person that comes into your shop and treat them with the same respect that you treat another person with the same um, skin color that you upheld so much so that was my first time of ever like of being like so outspoken but again I've experienced so many that's just the first in DC I also experienced it was like my own boss the executive director of my of the place I was interning for she apparently they never had a Puerto Rican so they asked a very you know territorial questions that most people who are ignorant ask and she kind of made me feel like I wasn't, um, I'm going to say, worthy enough to be in that place. Because at the end of the day, they just made it seem like I was the minority pick. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> but it happens. And unfortunately, it shouldn't happen. And I think at the end of the day, we're seeing like, hey, people are going to rise up against 
you know, this entire equality, inequality situation, like, why are we being judged by the color of our skin and, like, our ethnicity or nationality instead of, like, what we actually offer but that we are humans? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I, well, I spoke about this on another episode as well. Again, we've had this topic reoccur multiple times. It's, uh, it's the fact that, you know, I don't understand why, why we need to judge someone because of, because of anything, like, religious belief. Skin color is the most absurd one. Personality, like, you can judge someone so many times. Like, sure, judging is something that's in our nature. We do, we're humans. But, like, try to just inflict pain someone, whether it be physical or emotional, because it's different to you. It says a lot about you, you know. It, it just shows how weak you really are and how you just need to justify your weaknesses by being someone else up. It's, it's fucked up. I have said this also before, I am not okay with minorities. Like, the fact that the state has this sort of, like, denominator, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, you're a minority. No, nigga, I'm not. Cause, yeah. Dude, that's, like, that's like a legal wor- word for, like, racism and segregation. Yeah, like, yeah you're a minority. No, fuck you, dude. You're a minority. Why? I hate I'm- the word minority pick. Like, Thank I hate- you. I hate yeah. it. I hate to feel like I'm a minority pick because at the end of the day I'm also like what defines a person? What really defines a person? Like at the end of the day we are all made of like skin and bones. We all have the same heart. Finally, yes. But yeah, I just don't like that. <laughs> I hate it. Um if if we're going by actually now that I think about it, yeah, there's been other other occasions where my um I said you know how Freaking. So people think we live on an island. They they don't even know where we live. They know it's an island. They just they think it's in the middle of like the Pacific Ocean or some shit like that. Which yeah, is most way people. off from where we are. And <laughs> sometimes they ask them, like, yeah, you guys still like have two campers still canoes. Like No dude. I got asked like, Oh, do you live in a hut? I was like, No, yeah. a really nice house and before you even ask, yes, I do have Wi-Fi. And to answer your other upcoming question, what is the currency? American dollar. Wait, do I American need dollar. a passport? Do you guys have a passport? Do you guys have a Puerto Rican passport? I'm like, no, I have an American passport. American passport. Citizen. American territory. Wait. American citizen. Shut up. Yeah. And another, it's just... I just feel so bad what's happening over there, and you know, like I, again, I keep seeing videos, and I fucking hate it. Um, it's the fact that another thing I wanted to say is, you know, police. I don't want to hate you guys. That's the thing. I any, I want to give you as much respect as you deserve. But uh, there's maybe one or two assholes in your group of fifty that screws the fifty of you, and that one person ruined your entire day. It ruined what you what you were supposed. Like. Here in Puerto Rico and in the States, it happens as well. Like, cops, like, if I see a cop, I should be able to, like, feel safe. It's completely different. Everyone here, in Puerto Rico, they tell children, so that that starts inflicting fear already. So, like, here and in the States, police are seen as a fear factor. You know, I'm scared of you. I don't feel safe around you. And it shouldn't be that way. It didn't be that way because, again, I was having this conversation with my mom actually earlier in the day and my mom, we were talking about, like, you know, police and anybody who wears a uniform supposed to protect the people. 
you can't lo que quiero decir es que we're supposed, they're supposed to protect us we're not supposed to be afraid of them like if we are being mobbed or like if we are in a dangerous situation usually you call them and they would defend you that's the entire point of like public service and like being a public figure and like we are there to work for the people so how why people are like it's really sad to see like now people fear police officers and, and again like you were saying like all police officers are actually pretty bad like some of them are actually there to like do their job exactly to, like it, it sickens me that the ones who want to do their job you know are getting fucked up as well and it's, it's, again i think also if we're talking about police officers and like how the system is done it also goes back to like the how the training part of it goes um officers are taught to like not hesitate and it's really sad because they also have their own um that's what they uh like the job forgot the word i hate it <laughs> I think I know what you mean. Como que they have, sometimes they have their own like beliefs and whatnot. Like they're different from what they're taught, so they have to sacrifice some things. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm trying so to no, say. Like, yeah, I know. It's really sad because some people, and I think that's what's happening. I think some cops are doing their job because they depend on their job. They just don't necessarily, but they don't necessarily agree with like, let's say, the police department is doing or want to do like tear gas the protesters who are actually there by like peacefully and then it's the police who instigate the situations i feel like some i feel like some police officers are torn between okay this is my job this is what i'm supposed to do my life depends on this and i'm pretty sure mm -hmm. they have, like they might have husbands they might have wives they might have kids they depend on parent salary, right? Then you go against the same institution who is paying you. It's a, it's a very contradicting. Yeah. I think it's a more ethical and moral subject as well. Mm -hmm. And I've seen videos where there's like cops who are kneeling down with the protesters. Yeah walking with the protesters who mm -hmm. are and it's a very bossy thing to do because like you just said it you know they could lose their jobs eventually because they're just following orders but if it goes against your nature and against your belief some of them like you said they just turn you know turn around and they walk with the protesters want to protect you like they know some they know that they're not doing anything most of them i've seen a video of a police officer telling the people the posters like hey i'm here with you like what do you need me to do and they're like i we need you to walk with us and he's like well i'm gonna walk with you i'm here to protect you i'm not here mm -hmm. right against you and i think that's what also the social media is not showing yeah they're not gonna show that uh, yeah, media is controlled yeah media is actually controlled by government obviously we all know this obviously, obviously. No, but like i i learned something pretty interesting when i was Cinematography, and one of the things we learned about these very strict rules that there are that control media, and it controls everything. 
even the movies that come out technically controlled but you know it's, it's seen as a more like artsy thing it has less restrictions but everything that goes out on radio on news tv like it is so controlled that they can literally pull the plug whenever they want however they want and it really screwed up like essentially if we are never going to see what benefits us as a community because obviously the government yeah this is this this entire thing and i've and i've been silent for for the most part because i've been no no no, i've been i've been here i've just been listening on and and like kind of gathering my thoughts here because i'll be honest i've been i've been numb to everything like i feel like there, there there's a point in my life uh since i've experienced just watching news coverages about this and i think the first one was if i remember correctly it was the george zimmerman one in florida it's about seven years ago i think uh i i think it was seven and when that was happening and when everything was about to be you know uh oh they finally got him hell yeah you know a white man killing an unarmed black black man due to i don't even know why it was weird but that happened so i was thinking okay yeah great um let's see right let, let let's see what's let, let's see if if you know justice can be served and it didn't they let him off they just said oh um we we can't try him for what happened i think it was either homicide or whatever and then the court said no he that's not what he did and and, you know the verdict not guilty came in and that's a toll on that family and still a toll to this day because that man is still free that man is just normal. I'm like, how? So, so I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I just said it's not fair. Um, so you bring that point up. That, that reminds me of like Michael Brown. I was in high school. It was my senior year. And again, I think I've mentioned it since before we, were, we started recording. Huh. Very empathic and an emotional. I don't know why it's just social injustice is really taking toll on me <laughs> and i remember the killing of michael brown mm-hmm. and he's a 22 year old right you know going to college he had his life set up and like he was he was he was just a 22 year old he had his life to live right and the police officer down yeah and they had apparently a confrontation and the police officer felt threatened and he shot Brown down. And remember, I think this is when the Black Lives Matter movement started growing because it was like six years ago. I remember like being reading the news about it, getting really feeling really affected by it, trying to understand and comprehend the scenario. And I remember when the police officer got arrested and I was like, hey. I think we're finally going to get justice. But when they went to court, it's cleared. Guilty. 
made it seem like, oh, he was, this was a self-defense issue. At the end of the day, it wasn't a self-defense issue because the other person was unarmed. Mm-hmm. You, just, you just protected a person who was just, just, and I feel so bad for that family until this day because they never got the justice that they wanted. They let the police officer free. Yeah. I think the same way the mommy the the same way that George Silverman got down is because of that because oh in Florida there's the uh, stay stand your ground rule, which baffles me that I mean Florida of all fucking places I mean shocker uh, would have a law that would basically grant control over yourself if you're feeling unsafe. Oh, he just happened to walk forward towards me. And I just popped five caps on him because I just felt threatened. The fuck is that? What, no, it shouldn't be like that. What, what, what kind of law would, would grant its citizens to open fire on anyone that, that just looks at you funny? That, I don't know, grace your elbow and you just, hey, watch your back or whatever. Like You're, you're giving its citizens way too much power when in reality, not saying that it, it should be but that is a very powerful law to be protected by in a in a state that well i mean it's florida i mean what the fuck do you want me to say about that i mean <laughs> god damn it jesus christ like the the, the, the matter is about to become its own country be see honest. at this point yeah. at, 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 at this point civil war will happen uh, this time uh but just more dumber like the south didn't get uh <laughs> yeah the, the south didn't get smarter they just became more dumb and, and what they fucking want and and it just still baffles me how that was like my first um i mean they've been cases before but i feel if i i mean i remember vividly where i was when i saw the trial the news coverages about that and that was like my first instance of oh this is police brutality in america because just hearing you guys um stories about you being racially profiled there i feel like this um I feel like a like a sheep amongst everyone, even though I am Puerto Rican, but my color doesn't really? say my color doesn't say otherwise. My color says, "Oh, you're a little white like us." High five, bro! I'm like, I mean, yeah, yeah. but you know, I can speak my English and kind of mask on the whole like, oh no, no, I I talk like you guys, you know. And it's not that I want you know the injustices on me. It's just seeing it in a different eye i'm like wow okay so i can just speak the perfect english i can you know walk like you i can talk like you but then and then the same people that i have with like let's say if i hanging out with you guys you guys are gonna get the eyes i'm not gonna get the eyes like Mm -hmm. what what is that What, what is that they're just like me um you know hablamos el mismo lenguaje um, but no, it's because the outside is what uncomforts you, makes you question. Uh, it, it, it baffles me how that like that that's that's the way to judge. It's the exterior. Yeah. It's the exterior. It's the motive. It's the even though the con la ropa and that. Are you dressed the way you speak? The way you project yourself to see, society. See? be the same it might be different but we're still judged by the color of our skin and like if you bring that up and this year like reflecting on it 
we're from Puerto Rico, right? Uh-huh. Go to the States. Experience, at least OJ and I, we've experienced racism. Unfortunately, Luis, but do you color your skin? But if it's just us who are visiting, you know, the mainland. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Imagine a person who is actually living there, actually born in that country. And they're telling telling them, like, go back to your country. Like, Mm -hmm. it's It's, got to be so sad because, you know... For example, we have our what you might, what they call it a second, third generation Puerto Rican or whatever or Latino that lives in the states, and they still get told, "Come on, go back to your own, go back uh, to your country, whatever." I'm from here, dude. I was born like two blocks from the fucking place, you know. It, it, it just it honestly makes me so angry. Like we can all be like Luis said, like just because you're white as fuck. We all know it. You're white as shit. You're, you know, you, you'll be fine over there, man. You'll be totally fine. And I'm pretty sure if like an American hears you speak Spanish for once, they're like, "Oh, look at that. He's bilingual. That's so nice." Say, 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 Like we we speak two languages, and all of a sudden it's like I feel offended. Like get back, go get out of here. It's like, come on. And I experienced something similar like to this, and like. I just noticed it. I remember I, I was uh, I graduated to twelfth grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, senior, it has like a senior trip. It was actually we never we didn't really have a senior trip. Uh, we just had uh, sometimes high school up. And I decided, hey, me and a couple of friends that I graduated with decided to go, and we had different people, uh, different students from different grades, like ninth grade, tenth grade, no tenth. 11th and 12th grade, so that graduated, so the students that were allowed to go. And we weren't a big group, but you can definitely tell there's different, like, we're Puerto Rican, we have everything here. We're like, we're a fucking, you all know, if you know the history of Puerto Rico, you know that everything is here. We have Native Americans, black people, we have white people, we have mixes, we have every spectrum of the color, skin color is here. So we're just a random group of different, like, we, from the naked eye, you just see different cultures. And, but we're huddled together. We know Puerto Ricans are loud. We're loud people, very proud to be Puerto Rican. We like, you know, we like a party. We're very festive and we're very kind with we're our loud. own people. We're loud. So we're in, we're in Disney because that's, that's where the trip was. We're in Disney. And um, we remember we were just going there and there were other schools from Puerto Rico as well. And it was essentially became a big group of Puerto Ricans. And a lot of the Americans that were going to the parks and whatnot, they like kind of looked at us weird a little bit. Or they would like make judgy faces. But at the end of the day, they would hear it speak. And they'd be like, oh, okay, so they're, they're not that bad. You know, like that, that they were confused. Because again, I came from a military school, so we're very, pretty strict. And sometimes we even, I remember uh, a lady asked us where we were from. We attended, we told her, and when she heard military, it's like, oh, do you guys know military stuff? And we said, yeah. So we huddled our group, and we started doing what we do. We march, we do chants, and we do call-outs, and, and everyone started surrounding us, because, you know, as American. And then they were okay with it. It's, it's weird how people can just be so, like, um, I don't want to say naive. What's the words I'm looking for? I guess hypocritical, in a way. Uh, be the word. Like, yeah, it's like 
Yeah, and it scares me a little bit too. Like my mom wants to go to the states. She says I need to get a job. I want to go to the states. I don't know that well of an English. It's like it's okay, mom. You can your English is good enough to get you a job and you'll learn. But I get scared because you know my mom's a Latina. She has attitude and she picks the wrong fight over there. <laughs> she could literally go to jail yeah. if she picks the wrong fight just because you know. And my mom's white as fuck. I'm not gonna lie. She was born in New York. She's like she's tech, she's literally like I mean, she was born over there, and but she was raised here since she was four years old. She's white as fuck. Same time she picked the wrong fight over there. That's it. She's screwed. That that's another thing. I when I was a little, I wanted to go to the now. My I don't I don't, don't want to touch that shit over there. It scares me. I don't want to okay. raise my family over there. Dude, like I don't blame and, you. Like who would want to put their family at risk in a nation where there's no tolerance? Mm -hmm. Like, what if I'm doing groceries? Like, I'm going, and this has happened a lot. We've seen all the videos. I'm grocery shopping. I'm talking to my mom back here in Puerto Rico. Let's say I lived over there. My mom can speak English, man, so I'm going to speak different Spanish. And then I get a fucking attacked and just brutally fucking verbally abused by some people mm -hmm. who just get offended because I'm not speaking their language. I'm like, listen, I just can't. I can't handle that. I'm kind of... I'm glad that they're doing such a, uh, the, you know, the community over there, they're doing such a peaceful protest because I'm afraid, like, I, I don't think I would be able to do something. I'm not saying I'm going to be wrecking buildings and setting everything on fire, but I probably just, I would get in so much trouble because I don't like the injustice. Like, if a woman talks, what? Yeah, you what know, the, yeah, the, the attention, you mean. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like it. Like, if I'm, Back off, dude. I'm gonna. I, I'm not gonna throw hands either, but I'm gonna go toe to toe with you to, to, to you know, put you in your place. And I know I'm. And I'm, I'm gonna end up losing that fight. I'm probably gonna go to jail because I talked back to a woman or yeah. a man. Mm -hmm. Whether it be white. Understand. And I've. I, it's not the first time when I visit the United States. Experience racism, but learned, which is. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. Like, I live it up to, like, people's interpretations. Like, I've learned to, like, pick my battles and with the people who I'm going to engage in those scenarios. As um, I had another experience, and I... By that time, I used to go to Quarter Coffee, and you guys knew that I had applied to go to, like, Lehigh University in the States. Yeah. Get the summer program where, basically, you know, it's a small college town, Lehigh University in Philadelphia, where the majority is white people. And and were what like 80 people from around the world who were taking over a campus so that reminds me of a of a night that we all decided to do karaoke and like eat pizza and whatever and like the owner is like really good friends with um uh, one of the mentors of the of the program so they had organized everything right so and i put everything on mute <laughs> The point is, um, remember going to that bar slash pizzeria place. And I was speaking in Spanish with my other two Puerto Rican friends and my Dominican friend and my Spaniard friend. So when we go up to order, the woman, the bartender, wouldn't take my order because I spoke Spanish in the bar. She pretended that I did not exist. And my friend, who's Dominican, who she was raised and born 
in the U.S. and Florida. Her parents are Puerto Rican, and her father, like her mom, is Puerto Rican. Her dad is um. And she tried to make sure I would get my order taken by all the other uh, bartenders, but the one person, that one female, had made sure to speak or like to tell the other bartenders to not take my order just because I spoke Spanish at the bar. I remember feeling so bad and like I just wanted to like have a beer and enjoy my pizza so I decided to go to the other place where you order the pizza. They even got the message that they I couldn't they couldn't take my order. How frustrating that was for me because my other friends who were from like Albania, they were from Germany, they were from Spain, they were from the UK or like Netherlands and like any other place in the world or that are extremely you can tell by the color of the skin they're white and they speak very different languages but they spoke english and they didn't spoke english with an accent they got their order taken but not me that was really frustrating and i remember just crying at the bar i i never had actually like cried at a public place i experienced racism before but not to the point where i like i felt like so humiliated on on my other friends could understand why it's just really sad. I can't stand this. I mean, all, all, all yeah. for just, all, all for just what a beer, because beer exactly. all, all because all. I mean, I mean, America, America, America sometimes picks their own fucking fight because they want to feel superior with whatever the fuck yeah, they want to feel. That's an that's another thing that I feel like like we, we can try and like pinpoint all oh, people can change. I'm here on the pessimistic side and say this isn't something that can be taught at, at this point. Right now, it's almost like we have to enforce things to even be normal. Because the new normal yeah. in America has always not nah, not nah, nah, yeah, has always been um uh, love thy neighbor except if it's mm -hmm. like twenty percent darker. If not Pick your battles there, sir, because I don't think uh, you, you fit in the whole, you know, we the people. I don't think that you are a people. Um, I have a book that talks about the Declaration of Independence and the, like, the true meaning. So, like, when they say we the people, it only means we the white people who are from the elitist class. Yeah, who, who like, who George Washington thought 200 years later that blacks were going to be free? The, he, this, the, this dumbass said... This is this is how, how it's gonna be. He never envisioned uh, when the Declaration of Independence was signed and shit like that. That these white men, European white men, gonna be thinking, "Oh, uh, life is gonna be different, right? You know, blacks are gonna have their freedom. Women can vote. Mm -hmm. You know, society's gonna be flourished." Nah, nah. Everything's gonna be white. Yeah, and I mean, pure mayonnaise. Yeah, let's be, let's, pure mayonnaise. Well, and I mean, let's be honest. Um, I obviously don't condone anything happened back then, but you know, it was, it was uh, a long time ago. It was history. That's how it used to be back then. And was it fair? Fuck no. Well, you know, at the same time, it was like, I mean, I get it, George Washington. At the time you wrote this shit, like, obviously there's going to be a different mentality. But it sucks to see people, like, be so faithful to these so olden times mm. that it's actually affecting every community of like the modern time like you should be you know you should have a way a bigger mind a bigger mindset because like just like lisa said okay all that actually meant uh we the people the why and the whatever but yeah i i know that's what it meant back in the fucking you know 
year or whatever. Back then, not now. Uh, the people sense. aren't. Hmm? Yeah, I agree with you. Like, it doesn't apply. It shouldn't be applied to like now. Oh, it shouldn't be applied today. Like, no, bro. And I yes. hate seeing. And I, I want to get back to the protests that are happening over there and all the adult brutality. Yeah. I hate. Um, uh, I just want to state anyone listening. Um, we're not trying to be like, oh yeah, Puerto Ricans get you know racism too. I'm just trying to sympathize with them because we get them. We've gone through obviously not the, not at, to those extremes, but we can sympathize with it, with, with them at least. That's cool. Yeah. But again, going back to protests and police brutality, I hate how you know a government who doesn't like only you know follows the law when it benefits them. I can't stand by that. And I know that these protesters, they don't want to fight the cops. They don't want to go through them. I mean, they do because the real enemy is in the cops. You know, it's who's sitting on top. It's the person who's okay in all of these things. You have the right to, you know, voice what you, what you, you know, what you believe. And I'm seeing people being arrested by having it because of having an opinion. Like they're literally doing nothing. They're sitting down on the ground, speaking up. And then two cops come along and they arrest them. And you can see how they're going willingly. Everyone else gets mad. Obviously, I would get mad if I see my friend being arrested for no reason. But it's not like, like, put a tear on your fucking eye or like, breaks your heart a little to see someone who you can clearly see as being so peaceful. Like, he's sitting down, he watches two cops approach him and he puts his hands up because he's willing to get arrested for what he believes. That's a true message right there. People are not seeing how unjust that's how you know fucked up it is like he knows he ain't getting he's not gonna get any justice spoke up seen videos of like people kneeling down in front of like a barricade of officers and the officers like you know coming closer and closer to the person you see i guess you can say i'm gonna say white allies because i think there's more white people realizing that they have white privilege and like they should be actually oh allies to the situation and like comprehend like this is wrong and they are actually like standing up in front kneeling down and police officers don't even get close to that person that you know white because am i gonna I can see it, like, there's, like, videos of where police officers, like, are going around como blanco para no lastimarlos. Pero si fuese otra persona, otras personas no hubiesen hecho eso, no, 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 no habría persona blanca defendiendo a una persona negra who is kneeling down, hands up, you know, basically uh -huh. protesting very peacefully. Police officers would have eventually, like, yeah, <laughs> y them over and got him arrested. Eso es sumamente importante de entender como que if you have privilege, you acknowledge that you have privilege. I think you're in the right mindset and like the first step to like be helpful and help a comunidad who has been for many many years because America was founded on. David, like black slaves, and then segregation, and then the human rights movement. It's a lot of history, and it's and you can't you can't condense it. Like you have to like be able to 
get yourself educated and understand like it's the system that we are living in that has made people in este caso las personas who are fighting for their their, their rights este me trague. I can't finish the sentence because I'm right now I'm just mad. <laughs> it's just really disappointing the scenario. I don't know, man. I, again, we're just we're just here voicing out like what yeah. I've kind of been really like my 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 uh my my point of view on everything. It's like uh here we go again. I feel like okay, so like, what so what is it now? All right, so 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 what happened at this time? Oh, accounted for twenty. Okay, um, was it necessary to pin him for eight minutes after he was yelling, "I can't oh. breathe" and "Please" and "Mama"? Like, oh, that that's not. Police officer should have just gotten up. He just la cara de esa persona. He wasn't. He wasn't even there. So that he was just knocked out. Just yeah, he just thought of... he just thought he was like you know hundred pounds. Like he wasn't putting enough force, and he was. He was. Maybe that white dude wasn't as big as him, but he was putting force on that neck. He was putting yeah, force it on. It doesn't that matter. Body. It doesn't matter how much you weigh. The fact that you're like stepping because again, exactly. he's like lifted up yes. the curb. Yeah. His chest is being compressed. Mm -hmm. It's already harder to breathe, and the other knee is on its neck. The autopsy said that there was no like, like they, they didn't show any like effect in the in the in the trachea or whatever. Can I mention that the autopsy done by and, them? Yeah, but I mean, it's they're they're not wrong. You, but it still doesn't mean that you, you that that's how you die of asphyxiation. No, you can die of asphyxiation by having issue breathing, which will be shown eventually. Like later on, they can do any. You don't need. You don't need to show. There doesn't need to be proof of bruising in the neck or a broken like trigger or whatever to show that you, you know you couldn't breathe. The fact that it was hard enough for you to breathe already, because to be eight minutes on top of a person struggling to breathe, it's enough to, for them to die. Yeah, like, like he was not he, getting enough. I mean, he passed there. out. He passed out on the five minute mark. Uh, you know, I, I'm assuming visibly. For I mean, I don't know how long the video was shown, but at least. I can't say it was eight minutes and forty six minutes and eight minutes and forty six seconds. Out of those eight, around the five minute mark, he just stopped. Como que, like no, no words were going in. He still put pressure on him. There were three others, man. There were three other. There were three other policemen, not doing anything. Like on another, on another angle, two, two of them were like getting his body, like most of the body. So this dumbass here is like putting pressure on him as to what? What are you like the Ku Klux Klan of two hundred twenty? Oh yeah, I don't here know what we they're go. Doing, like they already have him restrained. Like they already have the handcuffs on. Just sit him in the car. There's yeah, nothing. Yeah, why pin him down? What's the need? I'm assuming this is a way of again of of just showmanship. Of all oh, the police will save you. Look, we stopped the criminal. Apparently, yeah. apparently, because again, this is all by an alleged twenty. And alleged 20, 20 that 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 they, that we don't even know because it's in the hands of the police. So we we don't know if there's even an investigation on that. And even and even so, you mean to tell me that he's gonna have his life taken away for a goddamn fake twenty? For a fake twenty? Yeah. Many people have done this shit before, and many yeah. have lived to tell the tale. But this dumbass another just comes thing, in. This dumbass thing. comes in and just says, "No, man, you can't do that. Fuck you. Literally, fuck." 
you for just like pretending that this is supposed to be law and order for you in your mindset. Then, then just it is law at this point. This has been law and order for years. Again, I haven't experienced it because I can just be a white man in America, even though I'm Puerto Rican, disguise myself as white and just pretend that everything can can happen to me if I don't play the you know the the the, the minority card, and and I'll yeah. be fine. That that that's what bothers me more because I can I, I can even see my own white privilege and be like, you know what? If I can just go to the state and actually live a life, I don't think I would have any issues because I can just. I can just talk up to Karen, talk up to Bill, and be like, hello, whites. How you doing, fellow white men? And just, like, be chill. Because they'll just look at me, face value, and be like, oh, you know, upstanding. You know, uh, green eyes, uh, cut hair. Oh, yeah, you're one of us. I could I could probably have that privilege, but you guys can't. And that's what bothers me, because I'm thinking about it in a different way. And I, it's like, soy puertorriqueño, solo que me, me, me frustra, because it's not that I don't want racism to happen to me of course not that's not what i want i just don't want anyone to be around me to have the same kind of racism because the the skin is a little darker even though so somos hermano en sangre and it, it just bothers me man because i remember being a kid and be like ah diablo you know like you know i love to be there you know chick-fil-a for days fucking yeah, like like isn't that the the land of the free? We can we can make our own dreams and what dreams especially like what kind of dreams is to be made there? Y tengo um yo tengo familiares ahí, uh, la la más cercana que tengo es mi tía. Well, I mentioned this in a previous episode donde ella vive en Missouri y Tú sabes, ella ha tenido su vida súper chévere ahí, pero she has had encounters um, on supermarkets, on postal services, on banks. Y ella puede mascar el inglés, pero, you know, ella es negrita. Ella es morenita. And, and that's what bothers me, pues como que... So, you're kind of putting this note on my aunt. Like, aside the whole language barrier, porque ya, again, lo puede mascar, se puede defender. Y okay, pero la está mascando un poco because está morenita and you can, like, take advantage of that. Cágate en tu madre, quien, quien sea. Because ahí ya, 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 ya es más personal. Porque, tú sabes, mi tía se ha fado bastante, bastante mierda que yo le he visto, que yo le, que yo le he visto en persona. Para que venga una blanquita privilegiada de mierda. To just like, kind of, you know, absurd her power on whatever the fuck. Because, I mean, you can be a bank teller, but you have no rights whatsoever to come in that place. To kind of, you know, make jokes here and there. Make make fun remarks here and there. Like, no. Treat her like those other white men and white women that you're, that you're dealing with every day. And like, you know, show respect. Mm -hmm. Show respect. Porque bastante se ha fajado, bastante ha luchado para llegar a esto, and she's perfectly happy where, where she's at right now. Despite the fact que pues estamos lejos. You know, y yo no me esperaba eso. Tú sabes, yo esperaba, you know, estar unido, ¿verdad? Yo me encanta tener a mi familia, este, tú sabes, in close corners. Pero, you know, las situaciones han cambiado, especialmente después de María, where she and her partner just decided that it's best for them to 
go to the States and, you know, kind of have a different life, you know, build something. Uh, and she has for casi one year and a half. And she goes super bien. I'm extremely proud of her. I miss her a lot. But sí, I've heard of accounts like that. Verdad, yo aquí viendo una bien bien naive of me, pues pensé, ah, pues ya va a estar super chévere, tú sabes, ya a uh, poco a poco mascado más al inglés, and like she can, she can, I I thought she can defend herself, and I thought that was like fine. When in reality, tacho, for like the minuscule bullshit que tú hagas mal, tacho, es como que easy target, y es como que ya lo coño en serio, like like. You know, a, a misinterpretation of a word or just like a word association that you don't, that you, you know, that someone that like, este, vive en Estados Unidos, like finds it different. It's like, ah, here you go. Here's how I can make fun of this person or I can like, you know, assert my dominance as the pure race in America. Fuck you. Punto. Like, I, I feel like I'm going to, I'm going to split out fuck you with this entire fucking podcast because like, me enredaba ya que al 2020 hemos tenido... Así que me enredaba esto en 2020 tener que lidiar con, con un tema que I thought, I mean, the yeah. 60s, I mean, we, we saw this movement in the 60s, and I thought, okay, so equal rights, a fuego, but not really. And, uh, yeah, it was no, never, they, they, were, they were never equal. No, no, I feel, bueno, I could go as far, and I feel like so it's a different, uh, a lot different, a different opinion, I guess, but uh, I would put the Civil Rights Act similar to the same uh, asociado in us, where sure we are free, but not really. See it. And, and, I can understand. And what I mean about that is that if you notice que pues, o sea, Elisa, tú has tenido esta conversación de que oh, you have a Puerto Rican you know, passport American. No, we, we have an American because based on constitutional rights, we're Americans, you know, Estado Social de 1954, uh, gave us that privilege, even though in the Jones Act, we were citizens. It wasn't until 53 where it was almost like, ah, we can be free-ish and whatever. And it's kind of similar in my eyes uh, on the Civil Rights Act where... You know, they gave this big ass, you know, paragraph. So, yes, blacks can do this now. They can do this. But you're still getting uh, racially profiled. You're still getting a lot of a police asserting their dominance. You're still mm -hmm. getting uh, blacks not being able to do anything normal. Because even though you have the civil rights acts, fuck you, you're black. Get out of my way. Like... They treat this as a piece of paper as if, eh, it's written. I can abide by that, but doesn't mean I'm going to follow that. So She's not. It, it, it's very, it's very weird how some people can just interpret one law and just say, no, you know, I can, I can practice this, but I'm just going to interpret it in a different way. It's almost similar to the Bible. Oh yeah, I'm going to interpret this way, even though it's not the right way to interpret it, but that's my truth and I'm going to abide by that it's crazy it's it, it it's it saddens me that a quote-unquote first world country you know the, the the toughest country in the world can can act like a third world country 
in 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 flames. And I kind of feel bad that I even enjoying just seeing those riots because it's almost like a, a big interpretation of America right now. Everything burning, uh, a government collapsing in itself, run by a government who just enables this type of behavior, has enabled... <laughs> that, that, that has enabled this type of behavior to run amok. This isn't... I don't want to feel like this is a Trump issue more so than this has been an American issue for years. I just feel like Trump being elected let that rise again. He definitely, no, he definitely like made a, an uprising of it. Say, say, so it's he, always been there, right? Say, it's when there. He became president, it all got like, you know, it got revealed. See, to I be honest. I'm not going to say I, I was biased about like the whole, oh yeah, there's no racism in the States. Yeah, I knew there was here and there. Yeah. I didn't know it was this big. You know, once Trump got there, and again, I don't, I don't want to say it's a Trump issue, but he definitely like when since he been since you know since he became president, it's been increasing. Like you can see the numbers. You're like, damn, racism is like really big up. Add into that, you can tell by the difference between the years of President Barack Obama and now the hopefully four years presidency of Donald Trump. Like during the eight years, you couldn't. At least, I didn't see such so many revolutions like this or uh, riots like this happening under his presidency. We don't see like in Brown because my going back to Michael Brown that was that happened in 2014 yeah. under Barack Obama and Barack Obama his best como que he was like yes i acknowledge this is a movement that's happening black lives actually matter we never have given them like same he accepts it he's part of the community him himself okay but i think after obama you know finishing his tenure because that's what basically the trump the of his entire campaign was just like let's make America great again and that just founded that's how I'm just gonna like roll with it and I understand yeah yeah any any gringuito listening to we have different words so start learning motherfuckers did I Para decirlo claro, mira, eh, la situación es que filled on hate. Mm. It was a hate that has been implemented since the foundation of that country. So it was subsidized porque tuvo un president, a first black president, porque vamos que claro, fue hombre, no fue mujer. Mm -hmm. Por ahí. Yeah. Cuando se iba, the potential of having the first female president no se dio. Salió esta persona que es sumamente racista, sumamente ignorante, sumamente no tiene filtro. He doesn't really care about the people. Genuinely, basically work the gobierno, work for the society, work to make it a better place. He just feels que de nuevo, estas son las personas who are white supremacists, who are so close-minded que they feel like, oh, black, Hispanics, Hindus, every other person who, Asians, anybody, anybody who not white is threatening their culture. And that's just 
during the four years that Donald Trump was president, we have seen yeah. we have seen that he has let it slide. Como que los otros días él puso, no me recuerdo, yo no me recuerdo quién fue este hate group under the list of like, oh, this is banned, but he hasn't put the KKK on it. Yeah. Tell like how. Oh yeah, he doesn't want to. Yeah. Do you acknowledge that I get to hate group? This community. Oh wait, I will not put the KKK under that same list. But Antifa. Oh man, but but Antifa though. Ooh, man, those other people inciting the riots. Even though there's some policemen that are doing that too, so you know. But Antifa. I feel like that. I feel like that's always gonna happen. Like. Chico pasó aquí también. O sea, está bien la de que, oh, you know, riot, you know rioters are always there, bro. Like, we have learned that del verano del 19, where we've done yeah. anything but that. Okay, lo, lo, la, what actually opened my eyes, especialmente con, con los rioters de allá y aquí, es que it reminded me a lot uh, de aquí la vez cuando pasó. I mean, we, we had a lot of, like, you know, eh, demo, eh, demonstrations and shit like that. Pero one that stuck by me bastante fue cuando tiraron disque un paquete de, de fuegos artificiales and it just so happened to like blow up high but then what the camera showed es que estaba ahí and then they just decided to blow it up es como que wow I mean yeah, it's, 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 it's retarded o sea quien tiró eso tuvo que tener un marksman hijo de puta to, to basically visit, like in physics drop it to a point of like velocity where it would land perfectly aligned for the fireworks to go up you cannot make this shit up like again, it, this is always gonna happen like you can't have again governments technically can't have peaceful protests because they can't do anything about it no. every protest that goes against the government is obviously a bad It looks bad for your, you know, campaign or whatever the fuck you want to call it, whatever you want to show your face. It looks wrong. This is a protest against yeah. you. Yes. Well, you, have to, you have to make a peaceful protest seem like it's getting out of control. Or you, like, infiltrate people, whatever you, whatever, and you make it so, like, seem like it's a violent protest. And guess what? Maybe that's what, exactly what we need sometimes. Like, in the state, I don't give a, I, I don't want to see buildings burning down. But it's such a beautiful image to see, like, buildings, uh, the buildings, like... Very powerful Very powerful image. That's California. Like, exactly what you fucking need to see. And I don't know who's causing it. I don't know if it's the same protesters. I'm pretty sure it isn't. And even if they do do it, it's kind of, at this point, it's just accepted. They're fucking pissed, man. And they're going to turn down the country that their fucking ancestors, great-grandparents, all that shit built. And now that they're, now they're being, you know allowed to live in it i wanted to ask Elise. i wanted to ask you a question uh you said you worked uh i think a law firm or something like that worked at a non-profit but yes it's it's basically also explain yeah. it. it's a non-profit in dc without borders and basically lawyers promoting the rule of law which if you guys don't know it's basically promoting human rights the minorities especially in in third world countries and we talked about we talked about um or i covered cases such as like wildlife crimes or human trafficking child forced labor counterterrorism 
and basically it's an uh, it's an organization that is located in DC where we would have to go some days to the cap Capitol Hill and do briefings on more foreign policy issues but apply to the nonprofit yeah so basically the entire point of the nonprofit which has really well-known lawyers from the private and public sector and again judges from private and public sectors um, helping out to establish that in other countries but then again like you are not applying that in your own which is something very interesting to say okay yeah that, that's what I want to ask I know you can't talk much of it and that's totally understandable but did you I see any like just like you know it was in the law or anything any practices only from where you worked at uh from wherever you would have to give speeches and whatnot did you see any like injustice or any, any like that or anything like just wasn't you know they weren't following the law pretty much the audio kind of like cut off uh did you as you know in those practices did you see anything that was very just like just Mm, okay. Can this wise no be ninguna injusticias because basically it was the what the lawyers would do is do trainings in those countries. So let's see the in on a program that they did regarding human trafficking and child labor, they would either go to like anything where the program was established, let's say Jamaica, que fue uno de los programas would actually go there lawyers and they would train people in government they would have conversations with the police force they would have conversations with nonprofits and like um the education departments and they would teach um how to handle the uh, let's say um human trafficking cases because i remember one of my mentors went to jamaica and for him, it was extremely shocking. And again, this is a more this this is more in a um, foreign policy perspective. Um, for him, it was really hard to try to explain a police officer how to. What um, say? To talk to a person or to a woman who was recently raped, because apparently in Jamaican government, like, oh. She must be asking for it to had to be able to, you know, had happened. Uh, for a person like my mentor who went there and he was like teaching the police department and like heads of figures in, in Jamaica, like, hey, this is not how it should be done. This is this is not how you would execute the person and this is also not how you should, you know, cross examine uh, or como este como se dice the persona que, que fue acosada. En ese sentido, nunca había injusticia, sino es que era más non-profit trying to work with those governments to make, you know, gain people have it possible for the people to have rights established and not government like overthrow them. Kenya, um, Nia, uh, Jamaica, Panama, that I've basically worked projects with don't have that really well-structured okay, system of like oh we do have laws that should defend the people we don't know how to implement them so 
profit would work with those types of cases, if it makes sense. If I answered the question, I hope I did. Yeah, you know, you did. I just wanted to know because, uh, you know, again, a law is in states, a law is there. We all know how it works. We've seen how the government has a way of just binding these things and these words to make, make it about themselves or just make a bigger issue. Um, that's why I kind of asked the question. Um, we were talking earlier about uh, the thing you said about the cops training, where you said that they get like, they're pretty much trained on how to like shoot a person and whatnot. They spend a lot more time doing that than actually, you know, having some morality checks. Um, and, 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 you know, that, that caused, uh, it raised the question to me, like, should cops honestly have, you know, deadly weapons or should they, should they only have, you know, uh, the tools to like contain a situation, you know, and you know how cops have tasers. Shouldn't they technically go for that first then to draw their weapon? There there are way, there are many other ways to de-escalate. And just like we said before, there's less time to de-escalation, but more about gun on like firearms and how to de-escalate using yeah, force. That's what we're talking about. There there yeah, are different hard. ways. There are different ways. There has to be. I'm no cop, but there has, has to, to be. be. Puneda, even <laughs> someone who isn't a cop can try and de-escalate better than a cop. And you don't use any force. And 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 that's what bothers me because it's like oh you can put it on a you know you have a badge it's it's like it's like a fucking badge of honor as if like that's gonna help you and whatever the fuck and I don't like if it's actually to protect and serve protect and serve motherfuckers no entiendo cuál es la jodida necesidad to draw out as if your life is depending on it when you're de-escalating yeah. a, a situation like this in the case of George Floyd de-escalated the way you want to hey mira we, you know, you've been alleged um, you have a, that you have a fake 20. Is that true? Blah, blah, blah. Like, talk it out, my guy. Like, you pin him down doesn't make him say anything. It only makes him say, I can't breathe. It doesn't, it doesn't make him guilty because you are restraining him. You just basically, again, taking away his rights because you just suspected because someone told you with no facts whatsoever and you don't, you don't look around and what's going on and it, they're secondhand accounts. You're going by the force. You're going by the badge because it'll it will protect you. And I feel like some cops treat the badge the same way the KKK uses its mask to mask out their 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 heinous crimes. And and that and that to me is is a shame for me to even compare cops to to the KKK because it's almost similar. Right now you don't have hoods. You have badges. And that's a and that's a and that is a great upgrade to use because in a badge under the police force you can have your face shown you can have your your, your police department kind of back kind of back you up because sometimes you know they kind of go in this pseudo uh wokeness of like no no we fired him we fired the people perpetrators no 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 firing doesn't help him firing doesn't bring no, back anyone from the dead you need they need to be criminally charged right. if that is the led to yeah. believe and I'm and I'm grateful that the that the uh, attorney general from Minnesota kind of upped the ante with the um, the uh, degree. The so it was third degree, now it's second degree. A lot of people want first degree, but uh, I don't know a lot of you know the laws over there. But as I've read, first degree is very sketchy because first degree is an intention for yeah. the police officer to murder him when it really 
it it didn't happen and at any case so any any judge will disprove it quickly second yeah. degree you can kind of maneuver it because you know he did plead hey stop he continued he continued there's signs of um tapping out punto like you're mirándolo as like any wrestling uh match that i've seen where you know there's a way to tap out you're like hey stop you you mm-hmm. won you won you you, you subdue me but you know the the police officer cannot step this ground step step up his uh his status as asked the police officer and thought no 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 I'm restraining him the way that I would want to and and what's even more ironic is the kneeling down we've had this discussion uh in America for four years since uh Colin Kaepernick took a knee um I, I admire him on, so much on, on NFL games and and he brought justice to a bigger picture we we've again we've seen this before but i feel like the nfl is america's uh, sport you know it's all about the shield and I, and I, and, I, and i'm a sports fan that you know sees a lot of espn sees a lot of this stuff and when he did that i was like wait this man is about to disrupt the league on a league that is predominantly white both in teams in in, in owners and shit like like as as, as an organization and as audiences um, and yeah. you're disrupting their peace of mind of oh i'm just here you know sunday the lord's na- uh, the lord's day here to watch some football and then you see colin kaepernick taking the knee on the national anthem which i love how yeah. they paint it as broke disrespecting the, the flag the, Grr, the flag the flag the flag has killed many muslims shut exactly. the fuck up Shut the fuck up. Like, and, and then Trump, Trump, like, saying, like, oh, yeah, that was very disrespectful. I was like, dude, you don't even see the bigger picture. No, he doesn't. No, he that's doesn't. What, that's what pisses me off. People that like, can be so naive, like, not being able to see the picture. Like, look, I should learn other alternatives, like, you know, um, I'm trying to find the word to detain someone without having to fucking shoot them. I heard someone say, uh, a video of someone saying, hey, if you want to stop someone, just Shoot him in the knees instead of in the head or in the, in the heart. Just don't shoot at all, bro. Yeah. There's, there's, that guy there's, there's find different other ways, ways of there's, detaining yeah. someone. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't, I don't trust, I don't even know, I don't even trust cops with guns anymore. No. They use that no, no. for their own power. No. And don't get me wrong. Look, the whole, like, you know, I believe what's the amendment that, that allows uh, the guns? Second amendment. Second amendment, right. I had it right. Okay, good. <laughs> It's just I don't want to make any. I mean, mistakes. I mean, for America, it's okay, all. Gonna... I mean, technically, for America, it's all the amendments. It's all the amendments and that all they the can amendments. Yeah. 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 So, oh, just... and I'm fine. I get the Second Amendment. You know, you can, you know, have guns, whatnot, whatever. Yeah, just have a fucking sidearm, dude. Why do you need like a whole arsenal in your house? As someone who, and I'm gonna say, I'm gonna be honest, I do plan on having a firearm eventually in the future, protective purposes, which means. In my household, it stays in my household. If I need to protect my wife, my kids, whatever, it stays here and I can protect them. That's the only reason That's I need a firearm. I, I don't need to go that. around. I don't need to go around flaunting it, showing it. Like, no, that puts people on, like, it makes people nervous. Why? Because it's a fucking murder weapon. People can die because of this. And, you know, we saw it, like, it, it, the differences on how America, you know, uses uh, protests as well. It's like, you have a bunch of people who have firepower and like some pretty heavy firepower. Like, you know, you see them with rifles and handguns, all this. 
yelling at cops. They're inside an actual like um edificio este de gobierno, a government building. They're inside the building and they are shouting at the cops. The cops don't even have riot gear on, and they're being pushed by and you know they're pushing the cops back and they're just standing their ground. Like you can't expect us to just oversee these things. You can't expect us to just be like, oh, we're being treated equally. No, and when we see white, fuck it. When we see white folk with machine guns. Screaming at a cop and pushing them, and the cops do nothing. And then you see a line of black kids, teenagers, essentially. That's what they are. A bunch of teenagers who are educated and they're tired of everything that's been happening because they're tired of their parents telling them what they have to do when they come back to school, what they must do when they get stopped by a police officer so that they can get home and see their parents. These are teenagers who are standing in a line trying to speak up, not even to the police, but to the government. And then you see the police having riot gear and throwing gas at them. Hell yeah, fuck it, yes. Anarchy, puñeta. But like, I, I've been feeling really, really like, 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 there's like a weird feeling uh, these last few days. So just like seeing the protests and shit like this, because I haven't seen America this upset since. Exactly. Like this is one of the biggest protests we've seen. Like ever. I mean, I mean, we've had protests for for uh, Michael Brown. We have protests for Zimmerman. We've had uh, with with Sandra Bland. We've had these moments. This one. This is for everyone. But this one for every single person. And and I had this discussion with someone else. um, I think yesterday on a fun of Mio, where um, they said uh, so. The four, the, the all four uh, cops are uh, charged. Uh, does that mean the the protest will end? I think not. I think, so. I think no, it won't. I think this. I hope. I hope this continues because it's not about George Floyd. It started right. This started as obviously another honored black man getting killed, but this unrest. Is years, ye decades um, since the existence of America, that that this has gone the new normal, and we gotta quickly mm-hmm. fix that because it, it it baffles me that in 2020 this has to be discussed. This can't be part bipartisan somehow. I don't even know how the fuck that even happens. We're bipartisan somehow of guns, but we can't be bipartisan for human basic rights. It yeah. it yeah. shows it shows a bigger picture of America. Um, I see this as this is America. I feel like when Donald Glover made that song, this is it. Yeah, this is it. Hablando mm-hmm. claro, this is it. Like the anarchy, the the burnings, the 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 riots, the protests, todas esas demostraciones. That's America. Punto. Lo mismo que vimos con con nosotros mismos las protestas del año pasado con con Nicolás Rosselló. For us, it's different, but even so, it 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 we're even kind of equal to what the fuck is going on back uh, back in the states. It's I've just it's just it. government. It's just government pretending that they know law and order when they can just mix and match. They can just you mm-hmm. know find loophole after loophole within its own constitution to just fuck yep. with its own citizens. E- 
es bien raro tener que pensar que para you know, you know, Middle Eastern uh, countries, we see that as abhorrent. Oh, you can't be doing that to its own citizens. But then you do the exact same thing yeah. in your homeland. Like, where's the mm -hmm. double, it's a double standard there, buddy? Uh, because whites yeah. can do it, but brown people can. Come on yeah. now, you like, gotta can't do that. Mm -hmm. Be hypocritical. Yeah, yeah. Like people want to. Uh, America wants to feel so superior that you know they want to be everywhere. They want to be the biggest, the be greatest country ever. Yeah. You can't be the greatest country ever if you're just excluding everybody who is apparently not the apparent skin color. Like. Right, because it's gonna keep if you're not if you're not white yeah you're get uh, we're profiling you we're profiling yeah, it's you almost it's almost like it, exactly it's almost like and i'm I, I side with you yeah. i side with you luis i hope i hope these protests keep happening yeah please go they go go to, i love i love this i love this so much don't don't stop again mm -hmm. we understand you we fought to get rid of our governor and we won the yeah. states are noticing everyone is noticing right now You know, like the the people are way better, stronger. They outnumber the government like a hundred to one. That's a given. Like the people need to keep standing up, just keep battling it. I don't fucking care. I saw. I remember I saw that, and I, I I've said this all the time. It happened here in Puerto Rico when it happened when we had the protests in Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. I said this reminds me of a documentary on Netflix. I'm gonna look it up right now, real quick. It has to do with um protest that happened over i think it was ukraine I don't, i don't remember where essentially the government and the people ended up having a civil war mm. like it ended up it ended in war because they were being you know they i think they got a it was the same thing the government was doing some things that were not right for the people and it started as a peaceful protest next thing you know the government um started bringing the right cops and the police And they were forcing them to get out of the uh, of the places where they were protesting peacefully. By the way, then they started using rubber bullets. And then one day, without telling the people, they changed the rubber bullets for actual bullets, and they started killing their own. And people stood up, and it became a civil war between the people and the government. Hmm. They essentially won, which was very inspiring. But again, this is what's going to end up be happening. If the government is in this isn't this is this doesn't just go for America. This goes for every government in the world. You need to understand that you're not up there because of yourself and your family and those five few people who helped you get up there. You're you're there to help everyone else. Every little citizen, from the oldest person to the newborn that happened like five minutes ago. <laughs> That's just how it goes. And they don't understand that. They they, they seem to like just ignore that. Let me see if I can find. It's okay. Then documentary is called Winter on Fire: Ukraine's Fight for Freedom. I highly recommend you guys watch it. It's Add bad. It it's fucking frustrating to watch, but it is one of the most inspirational fucking documentaries I've ever seen. Like I saw in that in that documentary, there's a fucking 12 year old kid fighting for his freedom. Like just... He is literally. Fucking Molotov. They make barriers. It's it's a it's a war, yeah. and that's exactly what's going to happen in the states if they don't like you know, like the the government needs to just open their eyes. And the problem is not, hey, to me the police. That's just those are the pawns, man. They're just there to stop us to make us retreat. The government thinks that by putting cops there and you know, 
stirring up the media and having the people against the protesters that we're going to back out. That's what they want. I mean, that's just, that, that's you know. always been the case. I don't understand why yeah. policemen pretend like they are just law and order. You are pawns in this big scheme exactly. in the government. That's you what they are, are the government, just... dipshit. You're just lower class. Like, eso es lo que no, preten no pretenden escuchar y no pretenden entender cuando vienen a decir como que puñeta, me cago en ustedes, cabrones. Ustedes están aquí jodiéndonos a nosotros cuando estamos teniendo... Say, police cannot be one side when it's all sides. Like, you have black officers, man, and you don't even uh, see that? My it's guy, terrible. like, we're not even going at you. We want you to just listen. Exactly. Be better, man. Like, exactly. be better than the government. Pero no, porque tú estás teniendo esta pretentious law and order. And I say law and order a lot because that's, that's I feel like that's the mantra for any uh, uh, just government official, just uh, wouldn't put uh, is law and order. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, he, he, he just, and this is something que yo bastante visto as the rights of presidency keeps going on and how I feel inevitably he will win re-election. I know pessimism, pero pues, is that, I'd say, it's just, and this is outside of Biden. This is just, I feel like right now he has awakened even more his base because all I see flooded, flooded everywhere. Do, uh, either brands, either people coming forward. Oh, but all lives matter. What are you saying? What do you mean black lives it's matter? Not. My life matters too. And Fuck yeah, it does ah. matter, Karen. But the fact that you can go to the fucking... The fact that you can walk in the middle of the night, really, you can like square up to a cop without no problems. You can yell at a store. You can even have whatever the fucking argument you want anywhere and nothing's going to happen to you. I can't. Yeah, your life matters too much. That's the problem. Yes, your lives matter. My life matters too. Can you notice that? Like this isn't about you. I hate that argument. No, no, it's not. It's not. Like, oh, all lives matter. Yeah, they fucking do, but mine doesn't. That's the problem. You don't. You don't see me as a life. Punto. Exacto. Punto. You don't they don't see you as an equal. The equation. Exactly. They just. Yeah. How some white lives matter more than any other. Hispanic black matter more. Otra cosa que quisiera, un poco aquí. Now let's talk about racism. There's hey. there's racism in Puerto Rico. Can we acknowledge that yeah. too? Entre nosotros mismos. Entre nosotros mismos. Like outside of the jokes. Outside of the jokes, jodemos a nosotros mismos, pero like feo, feo. Yeah. Y me, me, me causa tristeza que nosotros seamos uh, uh, I feel indoctrinated por jodernos a nosotros mismos sabiendo que coño somos no puertorriqueños puñetas y hasta nosotros mismos nos estamos jodiendo por por color por, ra, por, por raza por pelo porque ah mira cómo él habla ¿sabes? es una indoctrinación rara entre nosotros mismos como puertorriqueños es como si we're basically este United States Junior and it baffles me que, no and it baffles me to even think about that porque yo no recuerdo said I don't remember a time where where we're just you know normal I think the 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 farthest I could go is like Tainos I don't think even Tainos criticize themselves as that pero but as long as I can remember he visto esos comentarios esos comentarios you know 
ah, que, que no, no recuerdo mucho lo, lo, los lemas que siempre dicen, pero, pero son cosas que digo como que, like, man, but we're, we're equals, somos puertorriqueños, con puñeta. Cada vez que, cada vez que vemos lo, cada vez que vemos el juego de Puerto Rico contra Estados Unidos, cuando Puerto Rico le ganó, like, we, we fight, we, we feel pride on that, pero after that, we're kind of in our own little circle within this little island, ¿por qué? Lo que te voy a decir regarding how basically we see, y yo estoy hablando en a very historical context as mm. a historian that I am, todo mm. tiene que ver con la colonización española, porque literalmente la colonización española en Puerto Rico, Cuba, en República Dominicana, Latinoamérica, Sudamérica, excepto Brasil, porque Brasil was, con like was conquered by este, Portugal. Todo Latinoamérica y el Caribe mm. estaba doctrinado aunque sí, vinimos de este concepto, ¿verdad? Que nos enseñan, oh, we are tres, tres razas, la blanca, la negra y el taíno. Que nos mezclamos. La misma sociedad empezó a crear diferentes grupos, como que están los mulatos, ¿Mm? mestizos, peninsulares. Lo que, by the way, peninsulares significa que, oh, mis padres eran españoles, pero yo nací aquí, en, vamos a decir, en Puerto Rico. O ¿Mm? los mestizos eran que... Yo soy mezcla, correct me if I'm wrong because I might be wrong, uh -huh. que era taíno y español. Esas mismas divisiones nosotros mismos lo hemos seguido indoctrinando, like, aunque no se vea tan impactado, es not como en Estados Unidos, donde una persona aquí en Puerto Rico dice, oh, mi abuelo es esclavo, no... Realmente aquí se ve. Lo que pasa es que we have kind of become, no, la, creo que la palabra es ignorante to the situation. Y yeah. las personas sí. que digan que no, we don't do racism, racism to each other, we do. Yeah, we, of course we fucking do. Sí, sí, sí. And the thing is that we see it, we see it as a joke between us. It's, it's a more than just a joke. And it's, after, as, it's not a joke, you know. Like it happens, um, like for example, um, mom, if you ever decide to listen to any of my episodes, mm. so sorry, I'm going to put you out there. But my mom is one of them who she's just very ignorant and she doesn't realize that she's being racist. She thinks she's just being a normal person. And that does happen. And I opened her eyes recently by explaining to her why what she said is racist. <laughs> she constantly says, and this is, she said this almost all the time. She goes, oh. Los, ne los negritos tienen este pelo malo. It's all curly and whatnot. We've heard this before. We've heard this constantly. Yeah. Y es como que, mom, that's, that's kind of fucked up, you know? You don't, just because this pelo negro no significa que es malo. Ah, no lo puedes decir a mí. Yo, mami, you just can't say that. So because you're white, you have good hair. Because last I checked, you had curly hair too. You just, tú te lo planchas todo el tiempo. Mm -hmm. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Yeah, what is perfect hair? ¿Me entiendes? Como que, 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 que te dice que, que, que te dice que tu pelo, pelo que tu pelo es mejor que el mío? O sea, el mío es medio curly. Sí, it, me pasó, ajá, bro, el Okay, she gets scared, so she wants to go to the state. But she said that she's scared that she might, you know, she's scared of black people. And I asked her, okay, mom, why? 
she told me it's because they're very loud and they speak in a in a different tone like they want to like she says that she doesn't feel comfortable because they speak very loudly and they have a bit of an attitude and like just like uh, us that's how you might say this that's how you might say you're like yes I want no sadro then like that's just how we speak we're loud we have a lot of hand gestures we have a lot of attitude same thing mom it's like yeah but I can't I don't know I'm more scared of a big black woman than I am of a white chick like well, they should be the other way around it's the same <laughs> If we're going by your mental, like if we're going by your mental, like you know your, your point of view, you should be the other way around, mom. Black black people are the sweetest person people out there. They're just like us. White women, on the other hand, they think they're superior to you because you're Latina. And a white women that's, can also be intimidated by a Latina woman, but that's, that's a, also a, too. Other, I mean, I'm mostly I'm mostly terrified of white women, mostly because you know they have that that stance, and I've seen that stance before. I'm like. Ugh. Here she comes trouble. You know what? Yeah. Here she comes trouble. You know trouble. what's so <sighs> scary? It's the fact that that you know, when someone knows that they have nothing to lose, that's what's so scary, and that Same. is why white people over there are, are so feared by us Latinos, Latinos, Hispanics, Mexicans, Puerto Ricans. Doesn't matter where you come from, man. Black people, they're we're all scared of them because they have nothing to lose because they know that they're gonna win. Yeah. Again. I they feel... know that all they have to do, all, all they have to do is call 911 and make up a bullshit story. Sí, eso, say eso, that. Que, eso mismo iba a decir, como que ellos, no, ellos, ellos pretenden que como que el numerito 911 es como que, oh, it's like, get out of, it's like, get, get in the jail card. Como que, ah, I, I don't have to deal with this. I can just have the badges of honor escort you to the jail because I'm right. Es como que, cabrón, yo he visto video, un video, un video que sí estaba bien funny, en, ¿verdad? Funny in the execution, but scary on the other line. And una persona in the middle of the, middle, in the middle of the road, no sé dónde era. Typical Karen, pero bien, bien crazy Karen. Eh, estaba on like the front of a car. Y pues, pues el, el, el driver me mira este, get out, que si o que. Y ella was battling with him porque, ah, tú me diste, oh, tú, yeah. no, tú no me viste, y él, no, you just decided to be here, que si yo qué, oh, I'm calling, que si yo qué, y, acho, y tú la ves histérica en that phone call, me está dando, que si yo qué, y yo como que, pero, está loca, puñeta, like, give her the Oscar, like, she was, yeah, like, 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 oh, he's coming, que si yo qué, please hurry up, que si yo qué, pero, pero, Dios santo, niña, Maybe you are, but uh, holy shit. And that's scary because, yeah. again, in the call, tú no estás viendo. Tú no estás viendo lo que está pasando. So, you know, the hysteria in her in her tone. But uno va a decir como, espérate, wow, tranquilízate, que sí o okay. qué. But then, when you see it in context, she was just in the bumper, haciendo el gesture como que yeah, se dio. Ajá, yeah. se, está, se está, estaba mirando el tipo, oh, you're in so much trouble, que sí o qué. Y yo, pero, pero mira, está loca. Y, y what baffles me is that he probably had to record that para que entonces cuando, ¿verdad? Llegué ese, el, el, el guardia, mira, esto fue lo que pasó. Nada, todo tranquilo, porque, again, here we go, where phones have to be invented, not for just, you know, to keep up with each other, oh, take a selfie here and there. No, it's for black people not get killed. That's what's so mm -hmm. alarming that, that for black men and uh, black men and women and trans women and men have to have their phone, not just to, you know, keep up with the latest style, keep up with the latest music. It's that sometimes that phone can be a life or death situation. Well, save your life. Yeah. 
sale en el video de This is America y yo creo que ese fue uno de los primeros detalles que yo me di cuenta cuando vi el video porque I watched it in multiple occasions mm -hmm. just to like go up different things it's, like, it's beautifully I made everybody, it's beautifully made it's you know. so beautifully made de que a nivel de que I find myself ciertos días que lo veo because I just love Donald Grover yeah Mm -hmm. The fact that que have to sacrifice the phone, record, or even like have to open up a voice recorder messaging. Para tener evidencia, para literalmente hear this, it was just a coy. Actually, mm -hmm. it is. I didn't want to swear, pero pues. No, no, está cabrón, punto. It's okay. sí, sí. It's permitted. It's permitted. It's permitted. Here. Esto It's está cabrón. Face. Esto está cabrón, punto. Esto está cabrón. O sea, es, es impresionante que yo, que, yo, yeah. que yo aquí, 20, 20, 24 años de edad, yo tengo que lidiar, o sea, yo tengo que mirar esto otra vez. Eso, eso es lo que me empuda. Eso es lo más que... Why I feel like my first statement was I'm, I'm just numb to all this. Because I've seen this before. And I hate that... Um, some protesters are just gonna be like, "Well, our job's done. The cops are 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 getting in prison. No, they're charged. No, and we've keep seen, going, bro. We've seen this before. We've seen people. We've seen policemen being being charged. They never get in jail. They never get the sentence because oh, algo pasó. Someone forgot something. Y se jodió el caso. You don't even do that because it, it's almost like saying, "Oh, justice will prevail." No. No, ya se jodió esto. You know what? I'm kind of scared because I was talking. I'm sorry for interrupting you. Sí, seguro. I'm kind of scared because I was having this conversation with a friend of mine just once. You know what? They t este, even though que el attorney general of Minnesota arrested the four officers, he arrested them a week later of the incident. So that gives them time basically conduct a whole another story, a whole como que different scenario on like how they're going to help each other out. Yeah. And of if they like not get like prosecuted. Hey, man, we live in a very unjust world and it shouldn't be. Yeah. But, you know, we do live in it. Yeah, I think it's sumamente importante que people still go out and protest. Hey, they're under martial law igual que nosotros and they're protesting protesting they are getting a people are getting arrested simplemente llegando de las protestas para poder llegar a sus casas los policías los paran uh -huh. yep. yo estaba leyendo esto esta mañana este lo puso una artista que su amiga fue a las protestas en disclosure la amiga es white pero el, el novio de ella es a black man so vino los policías le pararon el carro they arrested her boyfriend or her friend ya no le quisieron arrestar. She's like, if you're gonna arrest him, you should arrest me too. Fue ignorante. Los policías, ciertos policías estaban tratándola a ella mejor que él trataban al, al, al amigo, al novio, de verdad no recuerdo el contexto. Pero al final de la noche, cuando los dejaron irse, ella se dio cuenta que it really, the system is so fucked up porque a pesar de que she requested you know, get handcuffed, be arrested. Eh, después que de todo la empezaron a tratar como mierda. Ella da cuenta que es just more than simplemente eh, ignorancia. Es que literalmente they need to keep protesting para que estas cosas no pasen. Porque es so frustrating. El movimiento no se puede quedar aquí donde se, se está 
eh, lo que estamos viendo, like it has to keep going, has to, basically las dos, dos semanas que nosotros tuvimos de protestas en Puerto Rico para sacar a Riquito Señor, yep. que pasar en Estados Unidos aunque estén rompiendo martial law. Y, eh, yeah. I'm very happy that there's people out there protesting and like filming y show, like letting the world know porque I'm pretty sure que there's other countries also supporting the movement from afar. Y, y uno está pendiente y uno no está ignorante. Y again, que, y esto es algo que yo quería traer ahorita, pero I didn't, like, I wanted to hear you two talk mm. y, like, exponer su punto de vista. The media, y ya no, oye, que tú, tú estás estudiando eso. The media is totally forgetting the point del, de what is happening. Like, people, todo está enfocado, like, en movement of Black Lives Matter and police brutality, and somehow, like, the news media has made it all about, like, oh, Americans are trying to overthrow the government. The mm -hmm. government and like questioned, este, what is this? Is this a scheme by another country to like really destroy the foundations of America? And I'm like, no, you're losing sidetrack. You're like, there's, you're losing the focus point of this entire riot, which is all about police brutality, Black Lives Matter. You guys give more importance to white people than what basically composed the majority of the nation is is you know blacks and hispanics y todo ello like you're forgetting the entire point which is it's just justice like they just want justice and they want to they want to have reform but aunque ya tuvieron su human rights and i mean their civil rights because human rights are But the civil rights movement no se debería haber quedado hasta ahí porque todavía hasta el sol de hoy todavía están esas Ignorancia, todavía está ese racismo embedded by so many years and families because I'm pretty sure que if we're, let's say guy from Louisiana and they're white, I'm pretty sure their grandparents or great grandparents were like of like black slaves. Y para ellos fue sumamente chocante de que they're black slaves and are now having a household full of a family and like Like, y eso se pasa por generación a generación. Ese hatred se pasa por generación a generación. I think it's just... De que todavía existe. And like, they feel like they are threatened. Because at the end of the day, we're just humans. We all go, come and go. Pero like, el nivel de tolerancia tiene que existir. Like, hate shouldn't be... Media shouldn't be covering como esto. Como que, oh... Basically, a ploy to overthrow the este, the government, or like, oh, this is just liberals este, being threatened by what has been the norm, and it's not a norm. This has been never been normalized. And look, I want to say, and I should just go back to the point that okay, George Floyd is not the first man who has been murdered by police brutality, but yep. after almost twenty something course of the years of police brutality murders this is the one that basically it, communities are like this is enough and now they're rioting and they're protesting and now that they have a voice no se los quite because that's that's what it feels like como que viene ahora mismo media and they're just trying to change the story Shouldn't happen. It's there's a lot of there's a lot of narrative changing just to like fit the the quote. I mean, Fox News has been evident for that. So you know, 
the division the, the, the division can come between us i feel like there's th this notion that okay, ah this is a ploy from another country to take on us no this is you guys this is you guys fault this is you cannot understand the message because you can't see it your own white your own white privileges can't see that because you haven't been stopped uh on a random at the police call you haven't been called out due to a fake 20 you haven't been called out for holding a toy gun need i remind you that that happened um it is impressive hey, hey, that was tamir rice it is fucking impressive how uh there are two two americas just the white america the one you see in movies the one you see pictured everywhere and there's black america where you're seeing that right now the anger the frustration the, the fire, all caused by a systemic racism embedded in its own constitution, embedded in its own history. That's that's America's original sin. And it, it, it shocks me because I remember being this little estadista uh, around uh, cinco, seis, siete años because, you know, You've been told, oh, yeah, you you want to become a talita. You know, I had that, that thought, but, you know, as the years went on, as I gathered more information from schools, on the internet, and just seeing every time that you go to Florida or you go to Estados Unidos, I saw the difference between me being there, me being here, and just how do you, how do you conduct yourself? And, and why would I want to live in a place where racism is still rampant, but it's called differently? Oh no, racism! Is, racism isn't uh, uh, out and about like before. Of course, you don't see the, the 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 local lynchings every fucking time. No, no, you don't see that. You see that differently. They don't have to wear masks. They have badges. They have a tie. They have a presidency. They can hold themselves account based on their morality, based on their beliefs, because their workplace might cover them. Um, they can paint a different picture. That, as we said, a lot of a lot of uh, 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 law enforcement will side with the most believable one. In this case, the white one. And that's it. Oh. He just convinced me better. Now this is more of a. Oh no, he had a different tone that I just feel more comfortable. No, that other that other one that kind of talked like he was screaming, even though he was talking his normal uh, talking voice. No, no, that that I feel threatened. I feel ooh uncomfortable, and that is the uncomfortness that we have to feel right now. Um, this cannot be the new normal. Uh, even though, I mean, we, we see this, this is why uh, uh, the numb is a very uh, important thing that I want to tell people how I feel. Because now that I feel like uh, like I want to not touch the subject, it's because I want to. But it's because I need to keep repeating myself over and over and over again. That that's how I feel. I feel numb that I have to keep repeating myself over and over and over again. I have to watch CNN and Twitter and all these and everywhere 
to say, oh, another black man died. Then I have to read up and like, did he instigate it? Of course not. What happened? This. I'm assuming a police officer was involved. A police officer was involved. And why do I keep seeing families being broken because of a systemic racism that somehow America can fix? Oh, they can fix Israel being a state or whatever the fuck they want to become right now. Oh, they can help out Iraq and Iran from terrorists, but they can't help each other. Where, yeah, where, where exactly? They want to. They want to look so good to other, you know, to the outside world that they forget how to protect their own. There, there is a there, um, America. I feel likes to be better for others than to themselves. Um, I feel like when when you think about the the World War. The two world wars, obviously, but I think I feel like we're having the third one really soon. But the first two, America wasn't even involved. It just so happens that they just decided because of whatever bullshit happened, they they come into the rescue and they pretend that they were the leading force. No, you weren't. You were never called. And especially in World War Two, where I feel like we have a different history. I feel like the uh, history books kind of gloss over this. America was fine with what happened with Hitler. I don't, I don't, I don't think I heard any other, any uh, public official there, kind of condemning it, because if they did, they would have been the leading force to defeat Nazis, uh, uh, Nazism. But it just so happens that Japanese soldiers just decided to bomb Pearl Harbor, and they just said, "Fuck it, we're bombing the shit out of them," and that's how you start getting involved in the right side of of history. Because had that not happened, I feel like America would have succumbed to this whole ordeal. And that's scary to think that, you know, America has to be late to everything. They literally have to be late for everything. A black president happened in 08. We haven't even had a first woman president. We almost did. I mean, she wasn't that qualified, but we almost did. Back in 2016, but who do we pick the Cheeto guy because, oh, he's unfiltered. Oh, he speaks from the heart. He's not a politician. And that's the America. That is America. Whoever says that, oh, Trump isn't presidential. Yeah, dipshit. Because America isn't presidential. They never were to begin with. These pseudo fucking presidents that happened before. Yeah, sure. They can fit the tie and talk the talk. Trump is who America really is. That's not knows billionaire philanthropist that thinks we're going to make America great again when in reality they never were. They never were. What makes America great again? Bombing all Syria, bombing all the Middle East, pretending that that is law and order, pretending that's supposed to be the new world order and how we're supposed to be, you know, this Christian hood. Fuck you to believe that. I fuck everyone who thinks que nosotros tenemos el Estado. Because, oh, we want to become like them? We already are. We just talked about how racism is still embedded in here. And it's indoctrinating us to just hate each other. Murmur our shit. Murmur the little jokes here and there. What the fuck is that? Porque yo tengo que estar tan fucking enfadado conmigo mismo. Porque no se pueden poner para su número. No pueden entender que aquí no está bien la cosa. Y esto no ha sido ahora. Esto es lo que no me emputa. Ah, es porque ahora, oh, times are different. Ah, 
¿Qué está pasando ahora, hoy en día? This isn't hoy en día. This has happened. We just glossed it over because I guess you just didn't see it. Ahora, reality starts to shift. Rea this is reality. This made up world that everything was fine and Trump and Obama was present. Everything was like, like you know, giggles and shit. No, this has happened before. This was happening already. Right now, es que se está viendo and reality starts to shift. Like Neo waking up from the Matrix and noticing the shit happening. So, yeah. It's a more national movement. Oh, see, and 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 that's what and that's what even inspires me because um, I love that other you know places in the world are kind of seeing the same thing yeah, where they are. Yeah, standing. Yeah, and they're 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 you know they're supporting them, which is exactly what we want. See, sí, esto esto es bastante impresionante que you know of course this is an American problem, but I feel like this is more of a systemic worldwide problem. Like racism isn't. If you know, if you think about it, if you think about it, this isn't a, this isn't really an American problem. Right. This is a, this is a world problem because. Yeah. If, let's say, again, here's an example from our own guest, Elisa. She, Elisa, she went to Washington, D.C., you know, for education. Because, yeah. you know, there's better schools out there. See? And, what did she get in, and what did she get in return? Fucking racism. racism. Like, she couldn't order a fucking beer at a bar because she spoke her native tongue. She couldn't order pizza. She couldn't do what she wanted to do. I mean, yeah, obviously, I'm assuming she, other than those horrible moments. She did have her good time, but those are moments, many school as they were, they still leave a mark on you, and that's also on the rest of the world. Any African, any African kid who gets a chance to, you know, go to America and start their lives, and what do they get? Uh, you know, it's hard for them out there. It's a lot harder. Yeah. And even if they do make it, they're judged. They're not treated equally. All of the all of the Hispanics are over there. They go over there to, you know, they're legal. They're trying to make a better life. What are they? What are they receiving? Nothing but hatred. Uh, a lot of racist comments. Same shit. Like this isn't an American problem. This is a worldwide problem. And I'm not saying that everyone in the world is is racist. Uh, the entire world is racist. Maybe there are countries that are like that. Right, right. But America is a center. America is a center of it. You know, everyone goes to America thinking it's a great big thing and they want to have their American dream. At the end of the day, what do they get? They get neglected. They get pushed away, and they don't get what they deserve. I think if anything, if they wanted to go to a country that promised them free, uh, they promised them rights and the freedom that they also wanted. Yeah, I, I think if anything, I think if anything, if people think that America is like the center of it all, just look at the riots and just kind of look at wait, they have issues too, and kind of analyze in your home country that not everything is like you know what it seems to be. Notice the dif notice the differences between where you live. Notice if there's some systemic racism. Notice if there's something wrong within your own country and kind of see that. Go out on the street. Be 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 a leader of change. You don't need. I feel like you you obviously need a purpose to 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 lead something, but just just be a leader. Be a leader. Of what you believe in, what's right, and just just go at it. You get taste. You you get you get tear gas. Go at it. Keep going. Don't don't hold back. You know yeah. that that is just fear. That is them bringing fear. Oh, you you do something to disrupt us. We 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 put to your gas. We beat you. No, that's not that's not it. Don't don't give in on fear. Don't give in on fear. Give in on yep. fear. You shouldn't. Yeah, 
Adding to that note, I think we're living, and this is me more in the foreign policy sense because I, it's one an area that I really do specialize myself in. You have nationalists like super nationalista in governos in India. India has this uh, entire movement of like Hindus hating on the Muslim minority. If you want to read on it, like you can go to foreign policy or foreign affairs and they have articles. You have Bolsonaro hating on the Indian community, indigenous community in Brazil. Have, um, Pakistan has their own issues, but de los dos países que me recuerdo ahora mismo, ellos dos están al mismo nivel eh, con sus problemas sistemáticos racistas que Estados Unidos. That everybody needs to take into account. Como this, it's just not only the U.S. Right. Nosotros estamos al lado de U.S. So we experience it and we are, so we understand and we can sympathize. Honest, we can't really understand because we're not part of the black community in Estados Unidos. We, you know, mm -hmm. somos... Sí de la comunidad de ellos para decir, oh, yo entiendo. We can sympathize, we understand. Lo que quiero decir es que también está pasando alrededor del mundo. Pero es que al nivel de que los propios gobiernos de ellos don't really, you know, talk about it. Right. If you're not into the more international relations sense, you won't know about them. So, es, es crear ese, esa conciencia de entender que, mira, el racismo sí existe. Nosotros somos el pueblo y el pueblo tiene la voz y el voto de el, el, y el voto para poder tomar las decisiones we need to like baffling the fact that you can move to this as a Puerto Rican you can't vote for your president but if you move to the states you can vote you can. later on mm -hmm. it's baffling to me pero en el caso de nosotros if we end up moving to the states or anybody who's listening from the states who is bilingual or understands both languages yeah. or basically understands one of them your job to go out there and vote in your town elections, in your home state elections, and like in the next upcoming election year, it's your job to choose people who actually will work for the people and not for their own greed. It's your job to inform, como que informarnos de las situaciones and understand como que, hey, again, not black, I won't be able to understand what you go through by sympathize. What do you need me to do to help you achieve your end goal? Como que, it's about, it's, it's basically reforming the entire system that is America. That's it. El problema es que, y lo encuentro bastante, are just choosing to not uh, acknowledge the problem. Y ese es un problema bastante que se tiene que bregar. La gente tiene que acknowledge, like, okay, I have the problem, how can I fix it? You have a voice and you want to be the change the entire nation or in, in your hometown, go for it. Speak out. Don't be scared to... Don't be scared to express your opinion and the world not being, or your small town or whatever place, not agreeing with you. If you want to be the change in the world, you have to make it by you. Nice. To see change in yourself, start, move, move I feel like that's. Uh, I feel like that's a great note to like end this out. I don't know how long we've been recording. I think it's like an hour, two. I don't fucking know. 
since been, that it has been a while, I feel like that's a perfect note to end there. Um, you know, at least I can not said it any better. We've all said the same things in our own different ways. But, uh, bottom line, uh, if you believe there's something injustice, uh, that there's, there's some injustice in your life, do, do what's happening right now. Go out there, speak up, don't give up. You know, don't succumb to the pawns, which are the police. Just keep going until you hit the big mark, which is the government. They're, still, they're the ones who need to feel this the most. They need to realize that they need, there needs to be a change. And if it doesn't happen, keep on rioting. Luis said, you got pepper sprayed? Well, it's going to suck and it's going to hurt like a motherfucker. But okay. so did the whips that our fucking ancestors had to endure when they were lifting fucking logs for the white men. You keep getting tased. You keep getting sprayed on. Get gas. Walk it off. Keep fighting for what you believe in. Thank you so much, Elisa, for being in this podcast in this episode. You guys so much for inviting me, there, Of course. It's a, it's a, it's a... Um, on that note, uh, I just want to say that uh, keep on fighting. Everyone who's listening in, if you're in the state, if you're everywhere, aquí en Puerto Rico se está haciendo manifestaciones. Eh, si pueden ir, vayan. Eh, pero la mejor demo demostración que podemos hacer es sabiendo que estamos en 2020 es ir a la urna, no sé cómo vaya a ser ahora con esto el coronavirus, pero este, el, el, el derecho al voto, como dijo Elisa, es bastante sí. importante. Y la estoy hablando aquí en español for my Spanish, for my Spanish listener, pero para los de inglés, go out and vote. Voting for me uh, is a democratic right. It's, it is a right mm -hmm. as a human being um, where we can make the change. Uno piensa de que uno no tiene el cambio, uno no siente que tiene el poder, pero those elected officials, keyword elected, meaning that we put in those people to lead us. We have, something, we have the power to knock them the fuck out. Something different happens, get them the fuck out. And how do we do that? We vote. Uh, yep. Vote.org, if you're in the States, aquí no sé cómo exactamente es el proceso, but find out, go to Google, please, uh, register to vote. Uh, on that note, thank you so much for listening in uh, to this conversation. Thank you to Elisa again for coming here. And uh, we're going to keep going on. We're going to keep moving forward. Esto no va a parar. Yes, the officers for that uh, horrific murder are charged, but... The job's not done. Like uh, like Kobe Bryant once said, job's not done. We gotta keep pressing forward. So, anyways, thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you in the next one. That's right, daddy changed the world. He did what? Daddy changed the world. Daddy changed the world.